What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Between the Spokes Podcast and Anovia Wheels Podcast. I'm here with Sam and hey. I'm Gels. And today, we got a fun one. I think episode eight is cruising right along We're with these. Out. I think they've fun. gotten more and more fun. Because I think we've gotten more yeah. and more comfortable. Also, we've gotten more and more comfortable chairs. And I, matching jackets. T- yeah, this now. is the jacket cast. <laughs> this was really funny See, this morning. I thought it was going to be good because like I waited like a couple days <laughs> I did, since these I were handed the out. I was like, they're handed out on Friday. We're going to film on Tuesday. I was like, you know, Tuesday should be good. Well, because like, I wore mine to the bar that night. Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. And we looked you like didn't, a freaking, though, right? No, I didn't That's because right. I was like, I know everyone's going to wear this. And I was like, I want to look like a freaking... Gang rolling up in this. I, that's what I was hoping for. Mad Apple, you we're know, going to a pool hall. It was like, how cool would it be to have like thirty of us? Take yeah, I was like, okay, I'll give it a couple days. Well, apparently, it didn't matter because here we are. Yep. Anyway, today we have a fun one. We do. What Talk are we talking about, about today? Air versus static. The you know where I'm going to be. Debate. I know. I know. I know. I'm going to need a bit of a little education though, because <laughs> I'm not as knowledgeable about air. But first, what's up? What are you working on t- lately? Oh, well, I got the new bumper for the 240. That's right. Last found episode, that, like, you I talked have... about how you were, like, unfurled Unfolding it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It found out, like, I have nothing on the car to actually attach it to. So that's really fun. Mm. Hey, um, I should have sent it to you last night. I saw a TikTok. A guy, he says, never buy bumpers um, from China or something like that. Okay. And it was a it was the KBD bumper. Oh, and it was all folded up. Yeah, it was all folded up. He's like, I can't even put it on my car. And all the comments were like, I can't believe you got ripped off. He's and like, I was like... I was like, okay. I did see that video. I, it was like immediately after posting, I'm like, this guy did it better. Because I was just like, I just played it to like the shock factor of like unfolding I a know. bumper. And he was just like, no, look how they ship this. And I was like, everyone's like, oh, what the hell? What are they doing? I, know, I was like, like oh, guys. It was funny. Most people aren't familiar with that stuff, though. Oh, they're not. I, yeah. I didn't know either. Like, I, I remember seeing that for the first time. I was like, oh, that's a joke. And then he like set it out in the sun and like unfolded. And I was like, that's yeah. weird. That's my, wild. My okay. side skirts came like like in a ball. Just like rolled up. Like, yeah, like, like a freaking like, like fruit bloop. by the foot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was, yeah. No, so, so, so yeah. So I got to the, put the bumper on. <laughs> yeah, so I got nothing to put the bumper on. Like opened up like the hood and like there's nothing for it to mount on the top. Uh, the fenders, of course, are like caved in on the bottom. So I have to like unbend them mm. to hopefully maybe attach the sides of the bumper too. Um, well, good news. Looks like. A lot of people just kind of home make some brackets for the top to be able to just kind of pop it on and off quick. So I'll probably try to go that route. I'm trying to think. I remember it took me a minute to get my bumper off because it's actually attached in many more areas than I thought it would be. That's what, yeah. You should have just got a car that didn't have one. Mm, no, because mine came with a cool bumper. It came with factory and <laughs> yeah, Nismo bumper did, yeah. that That's I'm not going to put on because I'm scared to break it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, t- I uh, took it for a drive the other <clears> night. Around the block real Damn. quick. It was real sketchy. How loud was it? Uh, insanely loud. Is it really loud inside? Like, is it echoey? Oh, yeah. It, it makes so many noises. Damn. Oh, I suppose you can hear all the salt hitting the bottom of the car and all that stuff. <laughs> it was fine around my place. It okay. was dry. It was decent. I took it around the block. I was like, I just wanted to see, like, if I made enough clearance with raising the front how it is. Because mm-hmm. it's still, like, stupid low, but, like, a little bit better. Does it drive straight? Uh, like, pretty straight? Uh, yeah. Okay. It, needs, just an curious, al- it like, needs an alignment. Because Josh's is kind of <laughs> yeah. It needs weird. an al- it needs an alignment. Um, but no, it's just a lot of lot of noises. It's a loud car. Yeah. Um, and at like seven thirty p.m., my neighbors weren't probably I'm really sure having it. Happy with that. No. <laughs> <It's> just wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't think I went above like. 
2,500 RPM either. Like, yeah, you have like a four-inch tip on that thing. It's like 10. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's freaking it's huge. It's like a truck, like diesel. <laughs> it's literally, tip. it's like, I think I used to sell those at like freaking O'Reilly's. It was just like a blast pipe. No, like they sell one. those at Home Depot. It's called that, a dryer vent. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Well, yeah, I can't, I still got to come over and see that thing. I haven't yeah. done that yet. I mean, I do that. Whatever. How about tonight at like 8 o'clock? All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> How is your 240 going? Looks like it's back on the ground. It's back on the ground. Uh, so I've got the whole front end, the angle kit, all the arms and stuff. Looks nice and pretty. On it. Thank you. It, I'm, <laughs> I was so happy how it turned out. Um, everything's torqued to spec, torque. except for one outer tie rod. I put the wheel on because I'm so excited to get on the ground. I forgot to torque <gasps> the, the bottom nut. So I have to give an alignment anyways, but gotcha. it'll right. do it. But yeah, I got that. And then this week, I should be getting my seat bracket. Okay. And my harnesses, nice. or harness, my passenger is probably going to ride in a stock S13 seat with That's a fine. stock passenger, or stock seat belt. So, yeah, big, big moves. Okay. But, coilovers. Or bags. Man. That is the question. This is the age-old debate. It is. And it's like, and it's <laughs> going to be a fun one to get into, because I've recently experienced both. Yep. And I've had pros and cons with both. Yep. That, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting to see, because I've only ever... Really messed with coilovers before, and then uh, when I first put the RX-8 on air, I was, like, super excited for it, and uh, now with about a year or so of it being, coming up on a year of it being on air and stuff. Wow, like, and that's crazy. It is. It's, it's, it's crazy to think, like, it's been that long, but also at the same time, it's, like, it was, like, November, and yeah. I was, like, damn, I bought this car a year ago, and, like, it was bone stock. That's crazy. To, like, where it is now. Yeah, it's nuts to think about. And I got three-piece wheels on there. Like it's, it's <laughs> yeah, crazy. wide body wrap, three-piece. Yeah, wheels, when you got babe. that car, we didn't even like have our multi-piece wheels as like a for sure thing. No. It was kind of like a hey, if we do well, let's do it. Yeah, it was like <clears throat> I need a fun project car to start working on and do some stupid stuff too. And I literally went and bought an RX-8, and then it turned into what it did. And I was like, I don't know where this is going, but we're gonna go somewhere with it. That yeah. was pretty much what it was. And you wrapped it. So, yeah. okay, so you've got air yep first-hand experience yes i have not had a car that's had air sure um what what's your opinion on air after having it like yeah um i mean as boring as it sounds i mean i think everything has its place yeah right i think you know coilovers have their place in the world bags have their place in the world can you kind of intermingle yeah absolutely um what a lot of people kind of boil it down to is like oh well you can't you know, go drive your car on air. Like, you can't take it to track. And it's like, well, you can. Mario did it. Mario did it. I've seen, you know, more than... It was kind of slow. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I've seen more than a few people do it, right? But is it, like, ideal? Um, probably not. I mean, you know, yeah. you look back at the history of airlift. They started in racing. Like Which they were... I don't think anybody really knows unless they really yeah it's a it. really cool backstory yeah I mean, they're an older company you look back and like way older yeah than, way older than you'd think yeah and uh you know yeah they were they were doing like the bags and stuff for like their drag cars and, and yep. circuit cars to help kind of it was so such an adjustable platform at the time it's like infinitely adjustable yeah. almost. That point, so like yeah. they could they could get what they need out of it which is super cool but like you look at racing back then to mm-hmm. racing of today and now like that is entirely there's different. no there i don't know of any Thing that has bags on it, except for truck stuff, doing like pulling and right, not to jack the weight. Yeah, so it's I mean, it's just like I said, they each have their place, and and I think they do. When you're looking at like air suspension in particular, it's like 
okay, what what kind of cars are, are you seeing air suspension on? Yeah. It's, it's typically they're going to be show cars. And it's like... I, well, now, it's kind of like everything. Like, it's like... Yeah? So, people love this and hate this. I yeah. love it because I think any style executed well is dope. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. So, I've, like, Mario's GTR, like, that's a very performance-oriented car. I've Like, mm-hmm. I've seen a ton of different performance-oriented cars on air. Yeah. Like, even S-chassis on air, where it's kind of like... Never would have thought, but right. like it's it's kind of crazy. But I'm I'm seeing it personally more and more and more of just like anything going on air. And I think it's probably also because the technology's gotten better, better, and better. Right. And and I think what a lot of people forget too is like, can you do it? Like, yeah, absolutely. It'll handle it. Like I I drive the RX8 pretty hard, and it's yeah. on air suspension. It's like you you have the same adjustability. You can adjust you know the shock body. You can adjust damping. Yep. And of course, like your spring rate in a sense is going to be how much pressure is in your bag. Yep. So it's like, yeah, if you want to, you know, kind of, you know, push it a little further, just add a couple more PSI, stiffen mm-hmm. up the bag a little bit. And it's like, that can all be adjusted to what you want. It's like, if you want something, you know, super low and like a higher, you know, pressure and stuff like that, you can, you can do that. If yeah. you want something a little softer, you can set it that way. But like, what I think comes down to is like, if you're going to, if you're looking to just track your car, why would you spend three thousand dollars on an air suspension setup so when you can go spend three thousand dollars on a really, really Crazy nice set good. of coilovers like with like reservoir. yeah, external reservoir stuff, like multi-way da- <clears throat> like damping adjustment, yep. all that stuff. That's that's usually what it comes down to. It's not yeah. like oh, well, one's better for the other. No, it's like well, you can get more coilover worth and performance-wise out of three thousand dollars worth of coilovers 100%. than you know because when you when you're looking at bags like. The, where the pricing comes in is all the electronic stuff with it. And you're talking about your manifold, your compressor, yep. your tank. Like There's a lot, all, to, there's the a lot to it. And the install itself, too. <clears throat> so, actually, the install itself isn't terrible. Okay. It's Wait, gotten... When you say it's isn't gotten, terrible, my mind goes to, like, it sucks. <laughs> but no, not it's, not like, like, it's not bad. If you're doing it on jack stands in your garage, like I did, yeah, kind of sucks. That's but how most like, people think are going to do it. Yeah, Let's be real here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely doable. I did mine in a matter of, like, a weekend or so. Um... The thing is, it's like one thing a lot of people kind of forget about is like your trunk setup, and you know I'm still kind of dealing with mine a little yeah. bit because like you want that stuff, to, you need it to stay in in place, and it's like you you have to like drill holes and things. You have to be a little <gasps> bit of scary. like a like a carpenter in a sense to like kind yeah. of build a trunk setup, especially if you <clears throat> want it to like look nice. Yep. It's like yeah, you can just run you know bolts and screws into everything, but it's like, obviously you don't want to do that. Right. You know you want it to look decent. You you know open up the trunk and you can see it. And look presentable. Like haggard, like, yeah. yeah, just flying all over the place, which obviously would be bad. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, you look at companies like, like <clears throat> Airlift and stuff, they provide some insane instructions to it. It's like literally like color printed instructions with wiring diagrams, diagrams of the entire so system nice. built for your car. Like if you're looking at the like instructions, there are color photos of someone installing that suspension on, your, on the same vehicle that's that you're so installing. Nice. And that it's such a nice reference point because how many times it's like, Okay, well, I'm going to install coilovers or just anything. Yeah. And it's like, I have the part, and they just have a, you know, okay. A one-pager. Remove, like, remove, remove, remove old bumper. stuff. Yeah, remove old stuff. Put um, new make stuff sure on. new stuff is good. Put new stuff on. Yeah, it's like, cool. You're and good then to go. what's the first thing you do? Well, you go to Google, you can go to YouTube, and you go see Find if someone, someone else has done it. Yeah. Where it's like, no, you have it right there. And it was super, it was honestly super straightforward when we were doing the RX-8 stuff, all the wiring stuff, all of like the lines and everything, yeah. um, you know, hooking up like the water traps and, and things like that. It was super straightforward. And, and Dakota, I think, said it best. It's like, if you can hook up a radio and you can install coilovers, you can install air suspension. Just take your time, like kind of anything yeah. else. And, yeah, yeah. It, it, that, so that's another point we'll get into too, is like, it's such 
an important factor to like take your time with this. You want to make sure yeah. that nothing is touching anything. Like when you're looking at airlines, yeah, that no bolts for your suspension or steering are going right. to hit Especially your bags. aired up and out. Yep. You know, when you're turning, um, there's a lot of factors that are going to play here, which I will talk on in a bit too. But, but yeah, I mean, when you're looking at ease of install. Obviously, air is going to take longer. You have a lot more components. Well, I don't know. To we deal did with. those coilovers in that STI. <laughs> right. Okay. But here's the thing: we got the coils the in, and we were done. Been, yeah. But then, but then it's like, okay, now you got to run airlines. Now you got to find point. a place. For, you know, where do you put your manifold? Where you going to mount the tank? How, you got to remove all the friggin' interior stuff of that. You got to, you know, run the electrical, and it's like, it just adds that extra piece to it. So yeah. I mean, it's just it's more pieces to install. It's going to take a little bit longer. I mean, coilovers are pretty easy. Like yeah. I've done it on enough cars now where it. As long as you get the setup done right, like, uh, I, it hurts, but, like, I know some people who was, like, they literally just take them out of the box and, like, screw them together and throw them on, and their car yeah. is, like, sitting crooked. And I'm, like, <laughs> it's, like, all different heights and everything. Like, <laughs> measure anything, did you? And, like, no. Oh, you're supposed to? I yeah. thought it came preset. No. Once again, like, most coilovers don't come with great instructions. No, they don't. Like, at all. Usually it's, like, don't touch this, don't touch that, don't kill yourself. <laughs> <clears throat> great yeah. good luck <laughs> very good okay um but like when it comes to coilovers too i think with air correct me if i'm wrong because you're more of the air guy yeah. there's a, overall there's more better quality options both coilovers you can get really bad like yeah. dangerously bad yeah. um there's we won't name the brands y'all probably heard of them but like <laughs> scarily sketchy stuff yeah. that, that's out there. I've, um, I've seen some really bad stuff on that. Yeah, lately. I've seen some welds breaking areas that like Welds break, break. That they're literally just like not straight. Like they're just bent. That's the funniest part is like, oh, my camera's off. It's like, well, because your coil is like, like bent at a freaking like three degree <clears throat> angle. Yeah. But the sky also can be the limit as far as like yeah. what you're looking to do as far as cost goes. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I don't think... Yeah, this might change in like five or ten years or so because like, you know, you're looking at like the technology that's getting thrown into like air suspension and things like that because there's a ton of like companies out there. There's more companies out there that actually make like the actual struts, and yeah. like air struts and stuff. But there's even more companies out there that make, or not, there's not as many companies out there that make like the actual like manifolds and management yep. for it. So that's where I think like AccuAir and, you know, Airlift and... um What's another one that uh, Function and Form I think has come has come out with sure. one that's pretty decent. Um, you know that's where they kind of got that unlock, and it's really the actual bag part that is that's where the, that's going to be your focus point. Like that's yeah. where you don't want that to fail because you're kind of SOL. Yeah. if that fails. Yeah. So which kind of brings me to where I think we should go next with this is like dri- the, the overall driving experience and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Obviously, when you're looking at coilovers and you're talking things like spring rates, you're talking about like, like that, static so cars, that, like slam cars. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, we can get to it later, but yeah. like with coilovers, there is a huge art to damping and spring rate. Yes. Where I think a vast majority of people are like, oh, coilovers, they're stiff and they make the car ride like mm-hmm. poop. But in reality, it's like, well, there's a lot you can change up. But yeah. we can talk about that. But yeah, keep, yeah it's keep like, going. yeah, you can go get just like a whatever coil and just throw a 100K spring on it and be like, oh, damn, these things yeah, ride like shit. It's like, well, yeah, because yeah. the damping, ain't, like the valving isn't there to like. The front end is like, just yeah, bouncing it's like, like, a it's like you can have a 100K springs and it not break your back. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a little rough, but like it's, it's yeah, it can be mitigated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, like, like driving experience. So it's like, we're talking like you can get 
your coilover is like really custom built for mm-hmm. what you're wanting to do. Air suspension on the other hand, I haven't really seen much of that of like, oh, well, there's an external reservoir for your air suspension or there's you yeah. know, things like as much as like uh, adjustability and things like that goes. Like I said, yeah, like your spring grain stuff like that, always adjustable with air suspension. You have damping adjustment. But like when it comes to like valving and things like that, it's not, there really isn't that. Yeah. And, that, and that's where coilovers, like I'm a, I love air. I think it's dope. Coilovers are so customized. I know. At some point, I... I really do want to have like a cool VIP style car on air because I just think like a big body Japanese car aired out yeah. with good wheels, Novia wheels, uh, <laughs> look, looks dope. But I really like coilovers because I love the nerdiness of like fine tuning this stuff right. and how crazy you can get um, when it comes to everything from spring rake to damping um, and all the adjustability ride height mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And that, that's where um, you can really make or break a car where yeah. the, like on my IS, I mean, I've got 14K front springs and uh, that what I was told that for drifting is like, hey, like you should get higher spring rate because my from the car dives like it is yep. like a wet noodle. It is like <laughs> very floppy. Um, so everyone's like, or more majority of people are like, hey, twenty uh, k spring rate is what you want to get. And I was like, that's crazy. Like that's yeah. really high. Um, but roading a couple cars like with the right damping and stuff like that is like no roading one car uh, with the right damping. I was like, oh, this is not. Bad at all. This is like crazy how how much better it is. But that just goes to show you how much like you need to customize it and like make sure you know what you're doing. But like if you are just looking to lower your car, coilovers is probably the easiest way. Like yeah, just go and do it. Absolutely, yeah. Because even it's like oh, what about learning experience? Well, you gotta like disassemble everything. I know and that's and then, like it's kind of scary, and like that take honestly takes more time because you're doing the same thing. You're actually adding more steps with like a set of lowering springs. Than yeah. just swapping out with a new and the coil the over. cost you save in lowering springs, I think you make up a little bit as far as the labor goes. Yeah, and the results. I mean, depending on the car, like I had a S one ninety seven Mustang on lowering springs, and that's a pretty general way that those cars get lowered and yep. get some performance enhancements. But if you can go with a true coilover, it's it. it's way it's better. Worth it's it. not hard as long as your car isn't rusty. It's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, because like you said, you you have to remove the same amount of stuff. It's like four bolts usually. Yeah. Like five if you have an ABS sensor. Right. <laughs> but it's, no, it. Either way, you gotta take the old stuff out. Yeah. It's, no, but the, I, I think the driving experience on coilovers can be, it, it really depends on what, what you wanna do. Like if you yeah. have a slam, like stance car, it's not fun. So here, here's kind of my main point with it and where I tend to do a lot of back and forth with what <clears> I would prefer. Yep. Because I had the FRSs on coils. Yep, I got 240 on coils now. I've had other cars that were on like lowering springs, stuff like that. I could just hop in those cars, go beat the snot out of them, have a good time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, honestly, with like the RX8 and the air suspension, it's always in the back of my mind. Like where the bag goes out. Like, is something <clears throat> going to happen? Yeah. Did I make sure I checked everything? Is you know. Is am I sure nothing's rubbing? Am I sure nothing's getting pulled on? Do I have a leak somewhere? What if you know? Because I've seen it happen. I've I've literally been driving with people mm-hmm. and uh, literally saw someone's like leader line on their bag just blow out like as they're like full lock going oh through god. a corner and it just destroyed their fender. Oh, I believe. And that. it was like, oh my god, what do you do now? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> truck. It's like literally just because of a line failing now obviously that doesn't happen a lot right it, it, and i'll talk on that in a second but it's like it does happen it's yeah. like freaking scary especially if like you're going on like the highway or something suspension failure yeah like yeah, yeah it's That's like your suspension like, like you're way 
Okay, between air and coilovers, assuming you have a quality coilover and mm -hmm. install, both are installed like correctly, yep. your chances of air having a colossal failure are higher than Absolutely. a coilover. Yeah. There's a lot more parts to yeah. go wrong that, like you said, like your one supporting <clears throat> factor is the amount of PSI in that bag. Yeah. If something happens to compromise the amount of PSI in that oh, bag, good. you're going to yeah. have a bad time. Yes. And it's like, yeah, there's just more room for error there, which is why the installation is so important and maintenance on it is so important yeah you know it's making sure that like i said nothing is touching you don't want anything touching you know like like the lines touching you want to make sure that when you're at full lock nothing's like rubbing or anything you know i've seen people wear through bags because they you know when they're at a certain ride height the bag squish you know squishes down yep becomes bigger in diameter oh so then it rubs so then it rubs on the tire but they don't know that and yep. it's just enough to like wear through that and eventually compromise the integrity of that bag and it blows up I've seen things where like people, you know, put their wiring harness and stuff for their their air management. Um, you know, they, they'll run it through like the fender or something like that. Oh, and then the like wheel. from constant like airing up and out and something <clears> like that, it breaks through that wiring harness. Yeah, that's, a, that's a 240 thing. Check your harness, by the way. Oh, great. Because in the wheel wells, I bet you the guy rerouted it, but make sure yeah. that it's like over the fender versus like under it. <laughs> okay. Because you want it to go up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the whole like engine bay is like wire tucked, so I'm not sure where. Oh, you're good is. then. Sorry, that was a 240 <laughs> pro tip. Tuck those harnesses. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's like always in the back of my mind. It's like, oh my God, like something. Wrong that would drive me nuts because I'm the type of person where uh, it, like that sort of stuff freaks me out. Yeah. Like the what if, what if, what if, what mm -hmm. if. I wouldn't do well with that, especially in performance application. Mm -hmm. um, and ha I've had stuff fail on me yeah. while driving hard, and it sucks. Yeah, because you have multiple things. You have the air, you have the electronic stuff. Oh, by the way, Side tangent here. Yeah. Height sensors. Mm. Not a fan. No. I am not. So you go by pressure? So I go solely by pressure. Okay. So I know. So the introduction of height sensors kind of, you know, at least for some of like the popular managements and stuff like that, kind of new. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like Accura for a while, that, that was all their thing. Like they, that so was is like their. The, so the, for our viewers, because I know all yeah. this stuff, like that's. Can I explain to them how the height management works? Yeah. So basically. I don't know how this works. <laughs> so basically, it. <laughs> It is a sensor that you have to mount somewhere on the vehicle. Okay. And you have to attach a rod. Or is it uniform? Like, does it say on your type of vehicle, like, where you should usually attach? Or is like, there a spot where you suggested to? Typically, no. Ooh, that's scary. Yeah. So that's why it's, like, such a pain in the ass. Because, like, a lot of times you have to, like, drill into, like, your frame and, like, There's tap a, it. And The other thing with air is, like, I think you need to be someone that's comfortable with putting holes in your car. Yes, a okay. lot of holes. Because, like, yeah, that's a... <laughs> I mean, you can utilize, like, like, for instance, like, I didn't have to drill any holes in my car. I utilize like the trunk, like drains and stuff like that. Oh, that's with, nice. Like, I just kind of punched through like the rubber grommets and and ran the lines up through. Oh, so sick. you can do that, and then we just ran um, the lines next to like the brake lines. But to secure the stuff like in your trunk setup. And yeah, you're yeah. I it. actually just put like a an extra piece of board in there, oh. cut the size, and then just did everything to that, so I didn't have to drill any. But, Damn. Okay, but for some for some uh, applications, you have to. You, okay. It's literally you have to drill through the floor or something like that. Um, the height sensors, yeah, they're a freaking in my experience like. Just not worth it, in my opinion. I just rather have a pressure base. Yeah, because you have extra parts. And it's all new technology. Though. Yeah, newer okay. technology. You have the extra uh, sensors themselves. So like, you have to mount the sensor somewhere. You have a linkage rod that connects from the, the sensor arm yep. to some point on the suspension. you got to make sure that your rears are on the same exact spot, fronts are on the same exact spot, so they can you know yep. level. And then what it does is it goes through and calibrates everything. It's like, okay, here's the lowest, here's the highest. you got to make sure that nothing is binding through oh, all that yeah, articulation, because yeah. I've, because <clears throat> your arms tend to will break if mm -hmm. they do bind. Um, the linkages will break if they bind. Um, 
And yet, if those go wrong, if something <laughs> breaks, that is literally the what the management is yeah. like saying. It's like, okay, we're here. We we're don't good. Know where we are. This is normal ride height. And all of a sudden, you're going down and something binds up and that linkage breaks and it just starts to dangle. It's like, oh, we need, we're too high. We need to air out. And I literally had a vehicle oh, with no. a certain air management and just have poof. a sensor break on the highway. And again, most likely that we just installed it I incorrectly. Know what this is. Incorrectly. <laughs> and it started airing out at like 70 yeah. miles an hour. And it scared the absolute shit out of me. I'm like, I don't. I've heard the story. I hate this. I yeah. hate. I mean, so yeah, I would recommend pressure based system because I always see how much pressure is in there. Um, it's really easy. You don't have to deal with the freaking height sensors. You don't have to deal with like things breaking. Yeah. Um, the calibration is usually a lot more easier. Uh, it's just, it's just, you convert like, okay, 70 PSI is my ride height. Or easy peasy. You know, it's it's easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So height sensors, I, I, they have okay, their place. Wait, 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 they no, have wait. their place. Hold on. So you've had two experiences of just total failure of air. I've had personal. Sorry, not air. Left, yeah. Air, air suspension. Personally, I've had one experience, and then again, because I don't think it was installed properly, but it was because it had to rely on that. Yeah. To use it, if it would have just been a pressure-based system. It would have been fine. It could yeah. have like overrid that or whatever. It would have been known that like, hey, we're good. Yep. <laughs> because it was literally just because that sensor arm broke and it tripped it out. And I'm like, that's kind of scary. But I know they kind of they kind of reduce that now because uh, it's a pressure and height based system. So it's like a fail or a, it's like a fail safe. If one, yeah, fail if one goes out, the other will pick it up. Which which I'm like, I don't know why that wasn't just like that from the beginning. But you know, it's whatever. I mean, there there are ways to install coilovers wrong. Um, we got to check your situation with your top hats <laughs> you're too funny. yeah I don't know why they're at like a 45 degree this angle weird uh we'll, we'll save that for another day it's but, my uh my caster yeah, your caster my caster plates <laughs> caster but yeah there there are ways to do it wrong yep. and there are ways to adjust it wrong where a lot of times people won't adjust the actual like shock body and mm-hmm. like thread it in and out they'll oh, just yeah, like, they'll just, like the crank preload. the preload up <laughs> it's just like oh yeah you're like 20k spring is like a 40k spring yeah. now like yep. it um but a failure that way like I've, um, on my Skyline, I drove it and I was like, man, like it feels a little weird yeah. like in, in the back. It's like something feels a little off, but like, I don't know. It, yeah. Like it's a loud car and like there's a lot going on. I parked it and then I went out to the garage like the next day and there's a puddle mm-hmm. under the car. And Fine. I was like, uh-oh, that's not good. That's supposed to be in the car. <laughs> and it, turned, it usually is, yeah. It, well, it turns out the one of the shocks, the seal is completely just blown, And it was just blown out, which... That can happen. I still got home. Yeah. Like it wasn't a problem. But the cool thing that I do like about coilovers, especially if you get, like some brands offered, is like you can have them rebuilt. So it's like if you do drive it hard, or it's like you want to change your spring rate, and then you have to actually change your damping. Mm-hmm. You can have it redone, yeah. and that initial investment you made is still a good investment because it costs less. Absolutely. Than that yeah. Damping. No, Fortune Auto does a really good job with that. Like they they market theirs as like a modular or coilover, like a lifetime I'm product. Some for the IS three hundred. Nice. I, I kind of really want to get some for the two forty too. Because, yeah. like, I've, I've just seen a lot of good stuff with them. I, I know a lot of people here like them. I, I know Dakota loves Fortunato. has got them in the Supra. Dude, like he had, the them, on, he had them on, like, every, SEMA. like, car, I swear. Um, if it wasn't bags, it was Fortunato. Yeah. Um, so, good stuff. But it's, like, a modular coiler. So, it's, like, you can get, like, their 500 series. That's what I'm like. Run it for a few years, and it's, like, okay, I want to get it, like, rebuilt, maybe different spring rate. You can also upgrade it to, like, the 510 series. They literally just swap yep. out some parts, and, and you're good to go, which is super cool. Well, and the other thing with coilovers, too, is when you look at the springs, a lot of coilover manufacturers offer Swift spring upgrades. Yeah, yeah. A billion percent do it. Recommend it. it. 100, yeah, billion percent. I'm not going back on that. Uh, <laughs> 
That's billions uh, a lot. Billions, big percent. I will say though, the yeah. Swift Spring color is pretty ugly. Isn't it like the gray color? Um, or it's like a light it, blue, or like it's. A, they change it sometimes, but one of the more popular yeah, ones is like the orange that Ooh. came on 350Zs. That is like that burnt orange oh, that like the, the early 2000s was like this I've is never a cool color. Uh, yeah, they're that's what I have on the IS right now on the Cuscos. The Cuscos are like silver, blue, and red, and then yeah. it has these like orange, <laughs> orange springs. springs. It's not <laughs> on a good. like gray car. It's like the Wish version of 326 powder. It's oh. just like all the wrong <laughs> just colors. Just a yeah. of different colors. <laughs> um, but th- they're totally worth it. Like Google Swift Springs is really interesting because like they have their own facility. Like like mm-hmm. it's really cool um, how those springs are made. Not saying that like the, the factory springs that come with most coilovers are bad, but like the yeah. Swift Spring upgrade, noticeable difference as Absolutely. far as like the, the quality of it. So right. it's um, it that's huge. But yeah, where else do you want to go with this? There's a million different I mean, ways. I mean, yeah, I just kind of think of like a lot of like the, the main points that people have for each, right? Another one being like, okay, well, what about winter? What about people that oh, live that's up a in like colder like, stuff? Yeah, we it's totally like, disproved that. And everyone's like, oh, you can't drive bags in the winter. It's like, it's like you absolutely can. Right, Mario with a lack of maintenance also. On <laughs> yeah, his, Mario is the last person, Mario person is, that should be running air on his R35 all year round. But he has torture tested that system. I don't yeah. think he's drained the water. I think, oh, no, I think he Airlift did. needs to do like a um, like case study. <laughs> oh yeah, on, like on how that car. Is this possible? <laughs> like, holy crap, guys! Yeah, but no, I mean you totally can run in the winter. Um, he's smart about it though. Like we joke aside, like Mario's smart about where it's like if it's like negative ten degrees out, he just keeps aired up. Yeah, he's just like, and that's oh, just a, a yeah. safety precaution on his end. He's like, I just don't want to have, I don't want to risk anything happening. But it's like you can get an antifreeze, like an airline antifreeze yep. to use. Uh, water traps. Absolute must empty them out That's as well. The other, yeah, empty the water traps and empty the tank too. Yeah, like because any compressor, yeah. like you're pulling air in, it's compressing it. Yep. Especially if it's any sort of humidity, oh, yeah. especially if moving from like you know summer to like winter <clears throat> months and stuff like that. I, Absolutely, I can never get over um, like in my compressor, my garage, how much water. It comes. Yeah, when I go to yeah. drain, I was like, <laughs> it's just <laughs> like Sea World, like it's just <laughs> crazy, just splash zone. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's. In a sense, it's just yeah, it's gonna require more maintenance. Yeah, it's there's more parts. It's just to a more, it. it's more, it's more complicated. Yeah, um, doesn't mean it's like worse anyway. But I, I think if you're sitting here and you're listening to this, you're like, well, I want to lower my car. What do I? Do? Which one do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, you really gotta understand that like air is gonna come with some baggage, yes. and you're gonna have to. Ah. Oh, bags, baggage, got it. Um, But you're going to have to be okay with that. And if you're not, you're probably going to hate it. And if you want that your car to look just hella slammed when it's sitting still, coilovers probably are not going to be great because (laughs) that stand sitting still is not going to be fun driving around. Yeah, and that's that's another argument point, too, is like, oh, well, park it like you drive or drive it like you park it kind of thing. And it's like I get that to an extent because I, I have seen builds that are on air aired out they look amazing they got like a crazy yeah we need to talk about good wide wheel on it right good wide wheels good fitment and then they air up and it's like it's like monster Monster truck set us and it's like hella poke and it's like freaking custom offsets entered the chat like yeah whoa i've seen some pretty dude send that car to lift a truck nationals yeah (laughs) yeah it that that is i will say one of my pet peeves with air is when the car looks absolutely great slam like sitting on the ground 
and it airs up, and, and there's like a four-inch wheel gap. And you're like, what? Yeah, and then, and it's just kind of the nature of the beast, right? Because it's like if you're static, you're staying at that ride height. Yeah. You're going to get the wheel specs for that ride height. You're going to get the tire spec for the ride height. You're going to adjust your camber and everything for that ride height. Exactly. For air, it's like, I'm going to air out, see how it goes, kind of adjust it from there. And it's like, okay, but I want to drive it and not scrape on anything because yeah. that's what you get air for. But, but that And is... then it's like, it airs <clears throat> up, and it's like... <laughs> like well, it's like... It's nice with air where you can air up a little bit, and then if there's a crazy driveway, it's like, all right, let's just boost up a little bit, and then we'll, we'll be safe. Yeah, that's like, a lot of people are like, oh, why didn't you go with, like, you got a wide-body RX-10 on air, why didn't you go with, like, a, a 12 wide in the rear with, like, you know, it's like, because I didn't want the monster truck, right. like, pokey fitment yeah. when all said and done. That car's look. got an insane camber arc to it yeah. when it airs out, and, like, especially the fronts just keep going. Yeah. And... I didn't want to, like, yeah, yeah. I could have went with, like, a really, like, much more aggressive setup, but then it's, like, I air up, and it looks really weird. And then it's, like, obviously, I want it to look good while driving. So it, it's kind of a kind of a fine line and kind of math game to play, especially with, like, some cars of, like, okay, what, what can fit, yeah. of course, what's going to look good aired up, but also what's going to look good aired up. Because I feel like a lot of people dr- don't drive around take that, like that. consideration. You look yeah. like a clown. Yeah. And then you air on they're like, oh, well, that's cool, but you look dumb. Yeah, so the I, th- other time. I think it looks pretty decent aired up. I think it looks good yeah. now with the new wheels. Yeah. Before, yeah. there were some fitment issues. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun. Fitment industry. That was <laughs> cause of... Not a lot of people have uh, wide body RX8s. Uh, warning, warning. Uh, no fitment coming. info on that specific kit. Uh, rushing to get spacers on order because we needed to get the stuff filmed. That was a it, rush case It didn't scenario. look that bad. I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, when you're aired up, obviously yep. you don't want to be monster truck. Let's talk about coilovers, though. Yeah. Because I think it was a fad probably like six to eight, maybe ten years ago, where if, like, the Static Gang mm-hmm. was, like, the biggest thing. Like, mad respect, bro, for, like... It's still kind of there. It It is, but I don't feel like it's as it's, strong. Is it as strong? I think TikTok's keeping it alive. I'm not going to lie. TikTok keeps the dumbest shit alive. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I literally... I see quite a bit of it. Of like So, although that is, like, a very attention-grabbing thing. Yeah. But, like, I remember there used to be this whole... Maybe it's because I'm old, and that's why I have this opinion now. But... <laughs> maybe. I don't it know. It was, like... Static or bust, like yeah. I'm not a poser. And then there's like just bacon fenders and like just yep. supreme stickers all over like yep. the I'm bacon I'm just gonna fenders. slap a sticker on and cover up the damage that it did. Yeah. I know, and, and like I don't know. I I thought as a world and society we may have moved past that. Apparently no, we have it's not. Still I you thriving. know if you're a static dude, it's cool, but like don't tell other people they're not as cool because they're not static because yeah. that person might I don't know not want to like wreck their car because <laughs> yeah. like the other thing too is like. If you're static like that, you're going to hit stuff, and your car is not going to like that. Yeah. That's like, kind of like why I specifically went the air route with the RX-8. I'm like, I know I'm going to have like some decent wheels on here. I know I'm going to throw some carbon pieces on it that I don't want to just get smashed up by the road. Yeah. I'd like to have the opportunity, if I could, just air up a little bit, get over some obstacles, get in the driveways, and not have to, you know, scrape everything up and, and bust fiberglass up and things like that. So, so you don't have to, yeah. Yeah. That I will say, there's a the secret happy medium between the two of them that uh-huh. not everyone knows about. There's this thing called yeah, air cups. and it gets very it's very misunderstood. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, so from my perspective, my opinion, I think air cups are super super dope. Yes, because when you have a car that goes to the track and you're cool and your car is low as mm-hmm. it should be, uh, 
it's hard to get on a trailer or get a jet, like get a <laughs> jack under there. Just do anything with it, yeah. Yeah, especially if you have arrow and like, it's all of a sudden yeah. it's like, oh, I have to lift my car and you have to take your arrow off and like all yeah. that stuff. Um, it's like, you just drive up, whoop, and then like do what yeah. you need to do. Yeah, so there's a really, really common misconception with air cups. It's like, oh, well, it's like I can just get coils and adjust my ride height with the air cups. It's oh, like, no, God. no, 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 Don't no. Don't do that. You do not drive air cups aired up. That no. is not what they are meant for. They no. are solely meant for like a functional purpose of like working on the car or getting under the car or getting the car on trailers or something like that like yeah yeah, they can like yeah if you need to get into a steep driveway yeah just pop them up a little bit get over that's fine but it's like your ride height is not going to be adjusted with with that you're not going to be like oh i'm gonna put a couple psi in the air cups that's not how it works it's a little rough road it's like no that's that's not how that works it's a it's solely just a like a functionality purpose of like I would say track. It's drive from the track. It's like people that, like you said, need yep. to get under the car, put a jack under it, or get it on a trailer, or like in a tricky situation where they just need that little pop. I mean, you look at companies like Lamborghini and like these supercars have been doing that for a long time. Oh, they time. have like the, the the front like assist. Assist. Yep. yep. It's yep. basically the same the same thing. It's like they're not driving like that. They're it, you, yeah. You're just made to like oh get over a speed yep. bump or whatever. The other so we're getting a little mm-hmm. bit away here, oh, but um, like the magnetic suspension and stuff that's coming out now, like that stuff is crazy. Yeah. Where like you can kind of dynamically adjust, yep. um, which is why a lot of people, you know, we see seeing such a rise in like lowering springs come back because uh, Camaro owners specifically have that like they magnetically yeah. the, or like the electronically super fancy. Yeah, they have that like electronic control damping. You know, like Toyota or uh, like Dakota Supra. You know, he was like torn. It's like, oh, I, I kind of like the different modes and stuff yeah. like that. Like I control the damping from inside. He's like, do I just get lowering springs? I was like, nah, just get coil over. Yeah, you know, ball up. Um, Be a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, a lot of people like to keep that because they like the different modes yeah. that they can put it in. It's like, yeah, they want just a little bit of a softer ride because it's like, I just want my Camaro a little lower, some nice wheels on it. I don't need something super aggressive. I don't, need to get, I don't also want to get rid of all this factory. Exactly. And it's kind, of a, it's kind of a pain in the butt to do because like, you know, we did the, the coils on Dakota yeah, Supra. Yeah, that took we had no a, time. That was like that. Yeah, it didn't stay up till 4 a.m. installing coil Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> but it, it wasn't even that. It was other things. Um but no, it was like we had to hit this whole thing to like bypass those sensors so it didn't like trip out the whole freaking yeah. like car. Well, that's the other thing too. Like cars, uh, like modern-ish cars, yeah. get more and more complicated. Now you have like yeah. things like ABS to like work with. And uh, we talk about rubbing. I was gonna say this before I forgot. So I put my angle kit my 240. Yeah. It's on coilovers. Yep. And <clears throat> I go to turn at lock and at lock, the inside of my wheel, which is pretty gnarled up from like <laughs> off-road excursions, yeah. is completely rubbing on my factory oh, brake line. No. So no. I was like, um, that's not good. It. I've yeah, I've got uh, other brake lines I'm gonna buy here soon, the extended ones around them. But no matter what you go with air <clears throat> or coilovers, like just make sure you're not rubbing on stuff. Make sure or, it clears. Yeah, yeah, it clears. Or if it doesn't, that you trim or whatever. Because last thing you want to do is all of a sudden like turn aggressively and you mm-hmm. just rip your bumper off. Oh, right. Like, that's yeah. Not I, good. The amount of trimming that I had to do with the new setup, I, oh, still have, yeah. I still have a lot to do. I still have, like, some metal to pound away on the inside because I, I can't turn more than, like, probably... Your training radius sucked before. Yeah, and it's, even, had, it's worse now. Oh, my God. When I had to drive your car before, you're like, yeah, just, like, be careful how much it rubs. And, and I was like, like trim, okay. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I literally had to trim almost <clears throat> all of the... Like the fender well, the fender or well. the in- fender lining. Yeah, like where the over fenders were, they had like a bit of like a like a lip on it. Yeah, and if you did like run static and and you didn't ha- aren't like tucking in yeah. the entire wheel up there, 
Um, so I had to trim a ton of that out uh, to fit the tire in there. And then, uh, yeah, the turning in the front had to trim some out. And then it's literally like part of the car that mm -hmm. I have to deal with now to leave, like pound flat or cut out to make sure I can turn. And once yeah. that's good, then we're good. But, you know, it's make sure in the gallery you put that, like, some trimming required. Some trimming, yeah, major <laughs> trimming yeah, required. Big trimming, like cut yeah. the fenders off. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that, it's, no matter what you want to do, like, if you want to go super low air or coils, you're going to have to put some work in. Yep. But, like, <clears throat> I think TikTok also makes it seem like, oh, this car's just super slammed, and you don't realize that, <clears throat> don't do this, by the way, that they cut out the top of their uh, strut tower mm -hmm. so their upper control arm can, like, the ball joint can clear. Yep. Don't do that. What about washers? You just replace <clears throat> the spring with washers. Yeah, don't do that. Why? That, <laughs> it's not good. I've seen so much of that lately. Like, it's there crazy. is... I don't know, TikTok is like the Moss Eisley of car stuff. It's just like scum and villainy of like just <laughs> growth. Where I'm like, don't show this because people are going to go do yeah. it. Like I've seen like this trend of like people just cutting off the like, top of their strut tires. And I was like, man, I remember this in like early 2000s. Like we had to because we didn't have adjustable arms or couldn't yep. afford it. Yep. <clears throat> now there's like enough companies out there, even like the cheaper companies making them. Yeah, it's a wild time. It's, it's a freaking minefield. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, but I don't know. It, the thing is, like, you can't argue that one is really better. And I think that's no, a lot of people. Like, a lot of people need like they need this, to come to this conclusion. Like, this is better. This is why. And it's like you don't need to come to that conclusion. The conclusion yeah. is, is that depending on what application you're looking for, what is going to work better for you? Yep. And There's trade-offs like, to it. To both. It's literally trade-offs. Yeah. <clears throat> that, and that's all it comes down to. And I think what like anyone listening to this, like I said, if you're on the fence. Just think of what you want to do with the car. Mm -hmm. If, if, and also like, what you're gonna do with it, and what your propensity for like, install or risk or any yeah. of that. And ultimately, if like you're worried, you can have a shop do the install. Like we yeah, we do a lot of our stuff ourselves. But if you're like, I'm worried about it, or you have a brand new car and you want to yeah. put air on it, like, spend the money and have a shop do it. Yeah. Like it's they'll they'll do it right, hopefully. Um, yeah, a shop and, that knows what the yeah what they're doing. yeah don't just go to like someone be <laughs> yeah, like hey don't go to to you know Joe's auto repair in northern Wisconsin. I got some air suspension yeah. you need to put on there. I got I got quoted uh, in my hometown six hundred dollars to install a set of lowering springs on my Eclipse because it was a Japanese car. Oh yeah. I ran into that with my Integra when I lived in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Uh -huh. I had a fuel line burst. Um, I also drove it three hours there with a burst Jesus. fuel line. I don't know. Anyways, gas mileage sucked. I don't know why. Oh, that's weird. <clears throat> but they charged me like almost a thousand dollars to replace this fuel line, and the guy said he had to go to the hardware store and buy metric sockets. And I was like, Come on! I don't believe you for a second because you're telling me that you've never worked on like anything with metric. Like even like more newer USDM stuff has metric. Yeah, I was gonna say I I don't remember <clears throat> the last, like even my neon had metric stuff in it like. Dude, my F-150 is like just a hodgepodge. Yeah. It's just like... It's all over the place, yeah. It's like, I don't know, could be metric yeah. or it could be like kind of metric. Kind <laughs> so of it's like the RX-8s he's wearing, everything's just a 17 mil. I don't know why. Literally everything is like that, 17. That was what I, I really like about the IS. <clears throat> I have every bolt on the front end memorized as far as like what socket it is. Yeah. So I can just grab like a 17. You don't have to grab like a whole toolbox and just grab like, no, ah, I just these ones. four sockets for the day. <laughs> and now with the 240, I'm like... Okay, are you a 17 or 19 or whatever? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't know, but we got to figure it out. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't think there has to be a conclusion on what's better. It's like... No, you're not going to get one from us because there, there, there isn't one. Like, you could do a hot tech and be like, air's best, but yeah. like, it's... 
Because I've been in that situation, too. I'm like, oh, man, like, why would you bag that car? That's so stupid. Like, that ruins the whole point of the car. Like, yeah. why would you bag your WRX? It's like, well, maybe because that's what they're using it for. They're using it for a show car. They're, they're not, not going to time attack it or whatever. Yeah, it's like that's what they wanted to do. And yeah. it's like, I don't know, like you said, maybe it's just us getting old. It's like I can see I, both sides of the fence. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't think one's better than the other. My personal preference is no definitely coilovers, it. like for sure. Yeah. Because I don't like the risk factor with air and like the whole installing it. Like I just, I don't really want to deal with it unless I got the, the really special right. car. Yeah. Hey, what, Jake Spence, what's your preference? Air or coilovers? You're yeah, in it. absolutely. You're, you're in really, it. You've been sitting here the whole time. Yeah, Jake. Jake Spence has been sitting here the whole time. Here, we, 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 we got Street. We got a, We got a special guest. Oh boy. Here's a microphone, Jake. Do you? Jake, do you have a, a preference between air and coilovers? Yes. Coils. What? Wait. What? What's your preference? Coils are are the move. <laughs> Although. Why do you I say that? It's like lust for air. Oh, on my day, hey, hey. like a see, like the M3 would bag would be pretty dope. Like a bag daily that you're not gonna thrash on too hard. I'm all about it. All right, so we have come to the conclusion there is no conclusion. <laughs> exactly, because we're, we're all in the same boat. Like we, yeah. all, we all kind of think, think the same thing. Yeah, so. I do want air. I've never had air, just coils. But mm-hmm. with the help of you in Dakota, with oh, we can knock that shit out in like three day. days. I don't know. It took him like. 12 hours to do the Supra. It was 14 so. hours, okay. These guys, it's always something <laughs> that comes up, but that's how it goes. I mean, every time yeah. I'm working on something, you watch a video on YouTube, you're like, oh, it'll be an hour, and then the whole night goes to shit, and yep. Yep. your car's stuck on jack stands until the next day. Yeah. Yup, I don't know how that goes. Yeah. Like, oh, this, like, 14-year-old kid's going to show me how to do this thing, like, install <laughs> this, and it's like, oh, that went way yeah, smoother for him. I believe everything that this is it now. <clears throat> Cool. I appreciate your input, yeah. Jake. You guys are Thanks, killing Jake. it. Appreciate All right. Well, now that we have the conclusion of no conclusion, I have the world's <laughs> tiniest microphone now. Um, I think we can probably wrap this one up. Yeah. I mean, there's really not much to touch on. Like, it's just a fun topic to talk about because people just seem to get so like, I, I do like up about these it. comparison things, and I think we should get some input from the audience. Yeah. Like, message us, comment, whatever, like whatever you yeah, want, and send us YouTube topic or watch this on YouTube. You know. Feel free to comment. We, we yeah. read all the comments and stuff. And we literally read all of them. We read every message. Yeah. Shoot or a message I yell on Instagram. And yeah, it's literally my job to read messages. So and reply to them too, not just <laughs> yeah. read them. Like, yep, read. Wait, okay. I'm supposed to we're, reply to them? Oh, I just delete them. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, but no, I, I I love talking about this stuff. Like I said, it's I'm glad I've been finally able to experience both. Yeah. Like I said, I've I've only had like coils of learning experience my whole life and You know what we didn't sorry, before we end it, what yeah. we didn't say is the first time I hopped in Jell's car, I had never like used air and we had we were doing this like TikTok shoot. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was just like First of all, I was like, I don't know how air works. Like yep. I was like, what do I do? And Jell's like, Yeah, click this thing like two times or I was like, Okay. And like Dakota yeah, okay, was not gonna there. lie. What the hell is up with freaking air controllers? They do, need this, why is it just like ride height up low? It's like a complicated like freaking but it's three code it's three like blank buttons and yeah, i'm like they're blank buttons you have no idea what they are i was like what do i do and so dakota like came over and he's like oh, i'll help you you little new guy oh, and he's like do this I was like okay so i aired up i was like oh that's cool and then i tried it with the car in reverse and i was like where is reverse in this thing because i'm used to like crappy old nissans which is like boop boop yeah like just it's like a six gear but backwards six gear yep and I was like, what is going on? And I kept rolling the car forward in the front of Hitman Industries. <laughs> There's like, like a cliff. And I was like approaching it. And I'm like, what is like, going on? Push it down. Yeah. I was like, push it down. 
Oh, yeah. There's the cheat code. So yeah, RX-8 really hard to drive. Uh, really uh, off note too. I did the same thing when I test drove the FRS. Is it had like the little lockout thing? Oh yeah. And I yeah. was like, I had the E36. It's like okay, you have to like push it really far over. I had the ones where you had to push down because yeah, the BMW is like a it's like dog leg thing, isn't it? Yeah, like it's, it's like you gotta like push it and then yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, what the fuck? I'm like I'm like lift. I'm like pushing down on it. I'm like trying to really. I'm like oh my god. <gasps> the guy's like watching me out the window. Like hey, you can drive manual, right? I'm like yeah, I've been driving manual like my whole life, and I'm like where the hell is reverse? We, we should do a topic about driving manuals because there's so many fun stories oh, there's and so like many good ones. crazy things like we could do like manuals versus autos and i think we just tell stuff. our like manual stories of like us learning to drive have you i'm sure you've tried to teach someone how to drive manual right no I'm, no no because the manual cars that i've had have been like an r32 with a twin but blade you don't and then <laughs> you an don't IS- take your buddies out and teach them how to drive manual in that no no because <laughs> This will be a preview of that story. I hadn't driven manual in a long time before I bought that car. Sure. So the last manual I drove was I moved my – he was dating this girl at the time. She had a Civic with a stock transmission. It had like a billion miles mm-hmm. on it. And it was like the easiest thing. You yep. just like put it in gear and like clutch didn't even matter. So I was like, oh, this is easy. This is fun. And then I got that car. And <laughs> I had to figure that out like in Atlanta. And yeah. – not good. That clutch. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen video of that thing. That's the diff. Oh, I got the same diff for the two forty. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, I think we can close it out. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for listening. Depending on where you're consuming watching this podcast. And if you're watching and listening this, that's a real one. That's amazing. Yeah. But thank you guys so much. If you guys are gonna need some new wheels, tires, or suspension, we have suspension. or air, we got it. Yeah. Nobywheels.com. You go check it out. Uh, we got some good stuff going on right now. I think, uh, you know, I don't want to date this too far, but we just lowered some prices on some specific wheels We did, because we're so, car guys. Yeah. We want you guys to have car guy prices. Yeah, we were like, hey, these don't need to be as much as they are. So we yeah. lowered them a little bit for you guys. So you can go check those out, too, all over at anovywheels.com. Don't forget to subscribe or follow or rate the podcast, I think, is a thing. I don't know. I I'm, I'm all you can leave us a stuff. review. Or just, just review. send us a yeah. message with a review. Like, yeah, be like, you guys suck. <laughs> Yeah, but let us know what you'd like us to cover in some upcoming episodes. Like I said, we're always open to suggestions, reading comments, messages, things like that. But until then, I'm I'm, Sam. I'm Gels. See you guys. See you next one.